Welcome to the Saved Man Podcast. Stories of salvation in 15 minutes or less. My name is John Weston, and for nearly 45 years I was lost in the world of addictions and degradation until I was found and saved by Jesus Christ in 2009. Now I share stories of my life BC before Christ, not to tell tales of lostness, but to prove that salvation is available to all that are willing to claim it, and that Jesus can meet you right where you are today. Today's story is more about, during my time in addictions, learn to avoid instead of doing the things I needed to do. You know, I was sitting in traffic. I was going to be late again, even though this time it was not my fault. I had messed up a couple times before, and I knew this was not going to be pretty. Looking out at the jam traffic up ahead of me, I banged my hands on the steering wheel and yelled, Come on! No one heard. No one cared. I was going to be late for my appointment with the IRS for the third time and was pretty sure, like baseball, three strikes and you're out. Over four months before, I was getting out of my car in front of my girlfriend's house when two armed agents had accosted me. They had scared everybody when they appeared out of nowhere and sought to arrest me for tax evasion. More of my failed business and life catching up with me. I had been able to hold them off that day with promises to stay around and bring my tax information in as soon as I could to their district office. It had been over two years since my company had gone in the tank, and from what I could gather, our last quarterly tax assessment had not been paid. I tried to locate the guy who was responsible to get this done, but no luck. He is not to be found. And the feds really didn't care who was supposed to do what. My name was listed as president of the corporation, and that meant I was holding the bag for nearly five grand of taxes and penalties, about half of that. The problem was I didn't have that kind of money, and they wanted it paid in full yesterday. Now I sat in traffic looking at my watch for the hundredth time and knew if I got there late and still had nothing to offer, I could be wearing an orange jumpsuit before the night was over. Just when I thought my life had turned around, I, I was right back in that black hole which sucked all the air out of everything. That thing called my past. And with nowhere to turn, no one to rely on, I could feel every drop of hope run out of me. Ah, oh, heck with it. I was screwed anyway. I might as well pull off the freeway and find a bar. Creeping toward the next exit, I knew just the place. I've heard, when life deals you lemons, you learn to make lemonade. I was not good at that as an addict. My theme was more like here today and gone tomorrow. Literally, when life got too rough, or I messed things up, adios, pack the bags and hang out the gone fishing sign and disappear. I did this so many times that my own family had a hard time knowing where I was half the time. And for sure, my son did not. From one dive motel to another, I must have lived in 20 or more. Able to work, but not able to live. 
And those times when I did surface because I wanted to live, whoa, that so-called normal life, something from my past would catch up and off I would go. The problem was I was seeking the wrong normal, the one based on the reality of this sinful world. And it wasn't until I learned that new reality, in fact, the only reality, that I could stop running and face my demons. The cool thing in this reality, you don't have to do it alone. This reality is Jesus Christ in the kingdom of God. When I believed in him, my life changed. Oh man, still there were problems and, and they were hard to deal with. But I no longer wanted to run. I wanted to stand and know more about him. I wanted to know about that transforming power of his promises. Promises like, And I am sure of this, that the one who began the good work in you will bring it to a completion at the day of Jesus Christ. That's what Paul said in, in, in the book of Philippians, chapter 1, verse 6. I knew I wanted him to complete the work in me that had been started when I had believed. I always add a caveat to my story when it comes to transformation because I want everyone to know that it was not instantaneous. In fact, it was slow. I never saw it happening, and it's still happening to this very day. But it is, and it will be, if I am willing to surrender. It just continues, man. Because that's the coolest thing of all. As an addict, I tried to be strong using alcohol and drugs to bolster me. In the end, I was being weak and running. But when you surrender to Christ, when daily you take up your cross and follow him, in that surrender, we are all made strong. That's kind of crazy, huh? According to this world, it is for sure. But Paul the Apostle said this, let no one deceive himself. If anyone among you think you are wise by this world's standards, you need to become a fool to be truly wise. For the wisdom of this world is foolish in God's sight. That comes from 1 Corinthians 3, verse 19. When I gained my strength through the cross of Christ, I no longer had to trust the wisdom of this world. And I was finally ready to stand. The gone fishing sign is in the trash now. And the open for business sign is up. And so am I. I was messed up with the IRS that day and did not show up. But as is the case with that group, I could run, but I could not hide. Eventually, I had to pay. But once I did, I went underground again. And today, I want to live above ground, standing with the Savior. Until that day that I take my last breath, or he comes again. If life has you down and you cannot see a way out, he has a plan for you, man. He really does. You can believe it's going to be good. You can stand with me today in weakness. He's going to make us all strong. Let's pray about it. Heavenly Father, I seek in you the strength that only comes that I get from sharing and opening myself in weakness to Jesus Christ. If I am willing, you are willing to take those weaknesses and turn them into strengths. 
I pray that for myself and everyone listening today, that they too can turn to you and say, you know, I am weak, but you are strong. That's what I pray for. And that's what I seek as I close this prayer, praying it all in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to thank you for your listening to this episode of the Saved Man Podcast. The stories of salvation in 15 minutes or less. I also want to invite you to my webpage, my-lostandfound.net. Yes, that's my-lostandfound.net. There you will find podcasts and hundreds of blogs all stories of recovery and salvation. And I hope you will join me for the next episode, the Save Man Podcast. Stories of salvation in 15 minutes or less. Until we meet again, blessings and love in Jesus Christ.